What's up, everybody? How's it going? Sean Hicks in the house. So glad to be with you guys. Ready for another show. What's up, Liz? How are you doing, Liz? Uh, hey. Man, so excited here. So we have Episodio Nueve. All right. So it's going to be uh, season two. Season two. Um, holiday special, if you will. All right. So it's that season... <laughs> yeah, I kind of set us up for a, a loop with the extra holidays and everything else, trying to get everything in with family stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I know during this time is the reason, the reason for the season, the season of giving. So why not give some good ideas of places that Liz has gone to and kind of give her thoughts on 2023 as we go into 2024, the highs and lows, uh, there's a lot of trips that, you know, Liz has gone on and partake with friends and family that, you know, we didn't even really necessarily bring up to the show because we had topics that kind of overtook, uh, the the conversation, which, you know, sorry about that, but, (laughs) uh, here we are, we can dedicate some time to talk about places she's, you know, mentioned in the shows before, previously or maybe some places that we weren't even aware that she went to which is all good too um and then when we get it to talk about that she kind of gave her highs and lows on those different places she visited then we're getting to 2024 where she wants to go in 2024 where i want to go and where you're gonna go yeah where i i am gonna go and you're uh, going somewhere that's that's uh you know that's my mantra for 2024. I'm going somewhere. Damn it, I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to go somewhere. Uh, but no, I, I feel confident that I'm definitely going to go somewhere. I mean, there was a possibility of me going somewhere so many times where it was really close. But now uh, things have really lined up for me where I really don't have any reason, you know, where it it shouldn't happen. Um, and we're going to talk about you know obviously we said in the before. Uh, plan in advance, which I'm going to do look at the calendar way far in advance, pretty much, you know, after the show, yeah. like, where can I go to look where the deals are? Um, look where they have uh, dates available where I can take advantage of my flight and my miles and my uh, rewards off my credit card and any kind of hotel rewards or whatever benefit I have, take those assets and find me a date and time that works best for me. Cause damn it. <laughs> I love travel way too much to have a whole year where man, I had a dry spell, you know, that's a, that's a no go. So that's a little disappointing, but that's life. But without further ado, let's get to it. Liz. Um, so 2023, how would you rate it as far as you for travel? Well, uh, that one's a, an expletive. <laughs> that one was quite the expletive because I had one, two, three, I'm counting them right now currently. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Well, oh no, turn it to nine. I had nine different sets of guests. Um, well, seven different trips, nine different sets of guests because there were some repeat offenders. But that was a lot that I mean, that's a lot for any one calendar year, including my passport issues. Like (laughs) I'm on almost almost my third passport this year because of having to get having to get the emergency passport in the uh, in last year. And then all the issues with going to try to go to London in January and then getting the new one in spring. late spring and then now again. So, I mean, it's been quite the roller coaster with how many passport situations and number of guests and uh, places going. Oh, you know what? I didn't even include in that, that my parents travel out here and my sister as well. Well, my sister just went to Portugal, but so that's, that's another three people. So, I mean, we could add like 12 to that. There's been a lot of going back and forth between Europe, um, the United States. Uh, yeah, just all over Europe and the United States um, has been interesting. The The crazy part has been with Brexit. That's what's caused 
the problem uh, because it's just not as simple as having one same role for everything anymore. It's you have to, there's a difference between going to London, the UK slash whatever, and then going over to the rest of us, so to speak. So um, I don't know. Have you ever run into that before where like there was a new rule change in it was just like such a recent, and I know it's been kind of going on for a while with Brexit, so everybody can calm down on me on that one. But it's like I've been traveling between the UK, well, let's just say all of Europe and the US for seven, nine something years or whatever. But this is the first time that Brexit impacted me. So that's why I'm bringing it up. So I'm curious if you have also had another experience where it's like a rule change and you're like, ah, man, I didn't realize how that was going to impact this. Now what do I do? Uh, no, that's a good one right there. No, not particularly me um, where I had anything that I experienced. Uh, most of my travels recently have been work related um, that were international where any rules could potentially impact me. I've recently had. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even my domestic flights have been know work related so uh nothing i've always stayed under 30 days for the most part so um no but i could see to your point yeah brexit you know does have a lot of different layers to it and how it impacts you going from one place to the other can create some challenges that are unexpected because you know i know for myself creature habit you get used to things you get comfortable you take things for granted and you don't realize that something um, yeah, cool. like isn't Pluto still a planet? I don't think it is. I know, Sean. That's why. I said, <laughs> that's why I brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> Got me. <laughs> because Hello? like Hello? When you, when you do, <laughs> because like Brexit and the UK and everything, uh, like uh, however you title it, like the biggest thing is about Shenzhen versus UK versus European Union now. And everything. So now it's all um, stratified when before it, even though it still wasn't, it felt like one big uh, rule that everything fell under. Like if you're traveling to the UK, like you, you knew that you were kind of traveling under the rules of European Union, like everything from the entire <laughs> like part of the globe was just there. And now it's not. Now it's all split up. And now you have to uh, explain to people the difference between European Union and Shenzhen. And that has been the biggest pain in my head lately <laughs> with visitors. So, <laughs> so, uh, so let me my uh, pain in the head with visitors because like they're going back and forth like well what if I go to London and what if I go to like over here and over there and I'm like well that one's Shenzhen and this one's not and they're like but they're all part of the European Union I was like not anymore no they're not now you have two different sets of rules so that's been a low light the the highlight has been I got to go on so many trips with so many people. Right. Like that's been really cool. So don't get me wrong. That's been pretty awesome. Yeah. I, I, mean, still, I still haven't even finished updating pictures and um, like photo albums from, I think I'm still stuck like halfway between spring. Damn. That's a, uh, that's a good problem. You know, and like to your point, just in problems in general, the fact that you're going on, having, you know, Brexit concerns and how it impacts how you can travel intermittently between one location to the next. That's one of those good problems, you know, <laughs> like that means you're traveling to know and be aware of it. There might be some people listening right now, like, what are you guys even talking about? So um, you mentioned 12 trips with family and friends going to different locations um, and that Brexit was a low light. And I'm sure there's some highs and lows as far as places you had more fun than the other and excluding the company you were with, because I know that can always impact <laughs> your experience because, you know, we got to be careful with that one. But, um, you know, some people just I'll be honest. I know for myself, I'll say that um, I'm not the most fun person to be with as far as on a trip. One, because I've been with you on a trip and you were great fun. 
You didn't even want to go. I'll tell you a memory I have of okay. you th- that I know for a fact you will think you were not fun and I thought you were. Okay, I would really like to hear this because I'm pretty sure I wasn't fun. We were in the Philippines. Okay, I'm with you. I'm so sure far. you're very surprised by that. <laughs> that one blows me away. That one's where I'm coming from because it's mind boggling to you. Yeah. Yeah, literally in the Philippines. Uh, I mean, I, I I jokingly said I've been there like 10 times in the last 10 no, years. People no, should not think that's a joke. That's no, the truth. No, that's the truth. I, I think I've actually been there probably like 15 <laughs> times, to be honest. If that's, uh, you know. But, anyway. but the night that we went with our coworker out to dinner along the waterfront when everything was closed, remember? Everything's closed because we're working the alternate hours, except there was one restaurant that was supposed to be open pretty late. And so we went and got a taxi down to the waterfront and we were walking. We saw everything that was closed and we were thinking about, oh, what could we do on our day off or, or like something else, you know, or like give other people suggestions for times that they could go see it. And we saw the um, we're going to that one restaurant was like super busy we had to wait for a while but there was a massive ferris wheel do you remember the massive ferris wheel yeah let me go ahead and quantify the fact that i'm scared of heights and i'm scared of um anything new or different so yeah i'm pretty much scared of the world and uh, i'll go ahead and get my can i take it i guess for the rest of the way from here i don't know why (laughs) i continue to follow like just a a blind sheep (laughs) My colleagues, this Ferris wheel from hell that overlooks the dark abyss of the water, knowing that I'm, I'm not a skinny man, and uh, I'm thinking like this thing is mixed together with scotch tape and dreams. And no, it, was it was like creaking really loud, and I just walked it was there. Not. It was not the most. I'll, can we say this to be safe for the audience? Would you say it was probably? The least secure Ferris wheel you've ever been on your life compared to others. Not in the world. even close. No, no. no yes. you're so you're saying, wrong. Is it top five? Huh? Top five? Sean, I yeah, have top, been on a five. Ferris wheel that was built by people from NASCAR where they made it intentionally go way faster and way unsafer than it was supposed to go. Okay, that's probably yeah, that's- in the backyard of a NASCAR race, which I will not name. So Okay, then yeah, <laughs> no, you probably you cannot convince that. me that this was the most unstable because I've been on ones that almost fell apart. <laughs> so Okay, no. well, this one we first of all, there I've never <laughs> It was like we were just walking into the abyss. It was so dark and black. It was not. Oh, my God. You're so dramatic. <laughs> and, you know, I know when once we got on there and both of them had the same reaction, like they were having such a, a face of amusement and, and so pleased with themselves. They had convinced me to go on there. And the whole time, like we were they were talking business and, you know, they were talking about what. Oh, yeah, where we're going to go eat. And uh, let's look at this and look at that. And then I guess they realized that, you know, I was petrified beyond belief and they, they can feel incensed my fear. They both at the same time are like, are you OK? I'm thinking like, like fuck, no, I'm not OK. I'm Get me out of here. And I, I was thinking of just do one revolution, you know, around and like, oh, good, OK, let me get off here before no. I, I lose my lunch. And like, no. it, it went like, like seven times. times. It went like seven times around. Like I don't, it was it was horrible. It was pure torture. And like, this is the longest conversation ever. And then, you know what? And this is not even trying to be funny. The whole time, they they still didn't decide on where we were going to eat. So I didn't talking. know. You two had been before, and I wanted you two to just pick something. That's not fair. Well, no. One, the other person you're talking to was clueless. And then me, I was petrified from fear. So I... I I couldn't decide. I, I, I just to... wanted one of you two to pick something because both y'all like food that I like. So I was completely comfortable. Mm-hmm. If one of you two said something, I knew that I would find something I wanted to eat there. Right. <laughs> well, I remember that we wound up. Um, we did finally get off. Thank God. Uh, they had. Um... I love that place. I share so many pictures of that Ferris wheel. Yeah, you do. 
frequently. I love it. That's, it's one of my, it is one of my favorites. That, that, that says so much about you, me, and just, I don't know, I, I guess. Uh, Have you been on the one in London? Hell, I'm never getting on the I No, I'm never getting on that. You wouldn't even know you were moving. I don't want to hear it. That's that's, that's, that's why I say you should do that, it. Because it moves so it is it is worse than the worst uh elevator. And by that I mean it's just so, so it's meant to be that way in a good way, in in a, in a reassuring way. Right. It just moves so 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 slowly so that you can get views from the entire uh, you know like uh circum circum what's the word um like just from the entire circle you can get so many pictures and like get top views and like views from both sides of the river and everything else right so it goes slow so you can do that and because the pods are so large i i mean they have to get so many people in and out and they don't stop at all so it's just that it's so slow that it allows everybody to get off, everybody to get on and keep on going. But I'll tell you what, it wouldn't make, I, I think even you would be like, this is fine. I can do this. I would disagree. Um, so it shows you really don't know you me. You might need to watch a YouTube video and then confirm. I do not think you understand my fear of heights. So no, I don't, I don't think. I don't You're think, right. I don't. I don't, but maybe if you saw the video first, then you'd be, then it might help. I'll do this because I'm a good person and I'm a loyal friend. I'll do what you say. I'll follow your recommendation and still continue of being afraid and not do it. How about that? Does that work for you? Does that work for you? That's fine. But then you really would have hated the one at NASCAR because oh. that thing went fast and it only should. I mean, it put me plus one, but it really shouldn't have. Man, that sounds it like it, it's like two children. Or like one adult in a very small child, and that, that thing goes quick. Yeah, that sounds like a nightmare. God, if you listen, help. That was me on the Ferris wheel in the Philippines. So like the whole oh, time, it was, it was so much it was, fun. That was another thing too. I'm not really sure what we were in was made out of metal. Um, it was some sort of. <laughs> what was it made out of? Sugar it was, no, no, it maybe it was a. Uh, it's coated aluminum. That's what I'm going with. Oh, so, it, it might have been pretty. Yeah, that's okay. All right. Oh, so in I fairness, can't you can't say that. Like it was flimsy as shit. So like the wind should not impact our movement as much as it did. So that was my big concern. I was just, I was just thinking to myself, like, don't get me wrong. Like I was in great company, but I was like, man, is this how I'm gonna die? Like in this aluminum can, you know. <laughs> Listening Maybe. to and still not knowing where I'm going to eat. <laughs> like, is this my life? This I is just needed one of the two of y'all to pick out that place that had the burgers and steak fries. That's all. Yeah. I don't remember actually even, you know what? Even with all that, I don't remember actually eating. I think we just, I remember having like. We nachos. did. We went, we went down to some uh, like rock and roll uh, place that was halfway down the strip. And got app they were serving late night appetizers because yeah was, yeah i mean it was too I, late so I they were doing like little sliders and fries and something yeah and, i, I want to say it was um unless i'm just totally out of it but i, I want to say it was called the harley davidson bar or the Harley. i don't i have pictures that i can go look through later okay. i don't remember but but it was some sort of like Americanized cowboy motorcycle something yeah, like yeah, yeah. is what it was because they were and they were playing like Elvis music that we could <laughs> not hear ourselves talking over yeah, yeah. from 500 feet away. Yeah. Oh man, I hate that. Like when you're trying to make you're trying to order and the person can't hear you, so you got to point to the picture and they still bring you the wrong thing. Oh man. That's you, and you're at the furthest table away from the restaurant closest to the water. We're closer to the water and, than the restaurant. Like and you so far still did not hear yourself talk. You're not sure what restaurant you're in. You're actually questioning will the waitress Because there's so many right next to each other to be fair. You're like, "Ah, oh, crap, did I sit at the wrong one?" Yeah, no, you're you're questioning everything at that point. So 
Yeah, that was a great memory. So obviously, um, my presence um, brought down your experience of the Philippines. So Philippines, we apologize. So my question to you is, excluding people you interacted with, just on the basis of where you were, what was the best trip you took this year and why? And what was the least enjoyable trip and why for 2023? The people want to know. I want to know. Everyone wants to know. Everyone wants to know, even um, Westbrook. What? Bro, what are you talking about? I'm talking there about. Were so many, there were so many places. So, uh, what I, I'm looking at the list right now. So, give me a second because sure. yeah, I, it's a lot uh, longer than my list. I will say that one of my highlights, despite the weather, the weather was a bad, bad one on this trip, but one of my just favorite places to go see was Burgos, which I did not expect. This was um, a really good friend of mine from California. His family is from Burgos, came to visit, and we did a road trip up there. I had, like, this city was not on my list of anything, and I solely made the trip just based off of my friend telling me about their family history. But I'll tell you what, Burgos was insane. Um, it's so beautiful. There's so many different types of food, different types of people. Like the history that goes through that area is crazy because uh, like maybe I'm just a dumb American. Maybe I am. But like I didn't grow up with understanding the influence in Spain of the Jewish and Moorish population as much as the other uh, cultural implications. And so it's been a really interesting ride to come up upon these cities and learn all that stuff. Um, I also I mean, Rhonda is my favorite. Got to go to Caminito del Rey this year. I mean, I'm just going to have, you know what I'm going to have to do? I'm going to have to put like just a highlight post of places because it's not fair to try to pick any one thing. No, I mean, I, and I hate to, to put you on the spot. Ridiculous. What I will say is like the, the, the one thing that was a huge negative for me was, and I avoided it. I didn't do it was uh, anybody who thinks about driving in Madrid, you must have your brain checked. Do not do it. Whoa. I don't care if it is for half of one day or from one, just one location to the next, you are out of your mind and it is going to ruin your entire trip. That right. it's, it's, the traffic is worse than San Francisco, San Diego, L.A., DFW Houston combined. 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 I swear to God. Not, and this not, is what being dramatic is now, Liz. Combined. Oh no! This is why I say this. Okay, I'll be quiet. So I got off the train with my two friends. Okay, we have normal one one bag, like one uh, overnight bag, and like a smaller backpack or like little side bag per person not a lot of stuff. And we have to walk. It's about a 20 minute walk from the train station to our Airbnb through Madrid. We go from, you know, city center of the train stuff, go through. And we're just kind of making notes about where things are and if we would like to go back. And we started kind of making jokes about how nobody was getting through the traffic lights. Nobody's getting through the intersections. It's like one, one car here, one car there, maybe a, a couple scooters kind of zooting around or something, right? And so like the bigger trucks you start to recognize that have, you know, brands and shit on them. And we walked the 20 plus minutes, it ended up being about almost 30, including getting a hold of our Airbnb host so that we could get into the facility. So it took about 30 minutes from train 
to getting in there, dropping our stuff off. We were there for, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes, just tossing stuff around and like recalibrating for our next part of the day. Right. And then we leave and we walk back down the same street. The same cars are there. The same vehicles are on the same street that we just walked from the train station all the way to the Airbnb. And now we're all the way back to the train station and the same vehicles are stuck in the same traffic. No. I walked and got somewhere and then returned faster. Okay. So just to remind everybody, we're talking about Madrid, Spain. Correct. And this is one of the reasons why it, out of the, the places you've been to, you would say you would rank that the lowest from your perspective. And that was one of the reasons. As why. far as transportation, as far as like cars are concerned, you need to only take a train, only ever take a train. In Madrid. To Madrid. To Madrid. Oh, so this is to Madrid, not in Madrid. Wait, so in Madrid? Within Madrid, within Madrid uh, we did... I can't remember if that's where we did the tuk-tuk tour or not. But anyways, like, you don't want to be in a car, is my point. Anywhere near Madrid, because it's a six-hour drive with no traffic, but it's regularly a 10-hour drive. So for those that are listening, Liz lives in uh, Chipiona, Spain, which is like the southern tip close to uh, Morocco and Africa. Right. And so Madrid is further up north. So that's the, the distance you're giving and providing is from. Right. The location, right. But if you're thinking, oh, six hour drive. OK, I've got this. I agree to this. And now all of a sudden it's a 10 hour drive. Because of traffic. Oh, wow. So it's, aren't you going to get pissed? Oh, well, I, I hated the story. So, yeah. So um, six hours in terms of distance, but in terms of actual um, going through it because of the traffic, it's a 10 hour. So add four hours. Uh, yeah, because the whole thing all included, like because of traffic going through three metro zones is what I'm saying is it's not always that bad. But it has been that bad many times for enough people to make me hate it and never want to do it. Hate it? Well, shit. That's pretty strong. Well, I mean, come on. It's like if someone told you, oh, no, driving through Fort Worth can only take seven, se- like 17 minutes, yeah, right? I'm and sure. you're like, yeah, okay. Like, I get it. It's only 17 miles or something. I could get 17 minutes and 17 miles. And then you have other people who go, look, it did take me three hours that time. And you're like, well, I also understand that because there was the traffic report over there. You had uh, I-30 and I-30 and I-30 and I-30 and however many other things that y'all are going to name the same number on a freeway, you know? So (laughs) it's like you just have to think about the context of it. But like, I don't want to deal with context when I am on a trip. I want to deal with known factors that I can work with. And if all I want to do is get from A to B, I don't want to have to deal with so much extra traffic. So to me, the trip to Madrid was great. The traffic to Madrid is the thing that I'm just like noting as my like something I would avoid. No, no. And that's definitely important, you know, because, um, you know, time management for any trip is critical. You know, you don't want to go on a trip. And I've had people, you know, talk about that. We talk about avoiding too many layovers for, you know, places you get to by plane. You know, um, same thing as far as um, traveling in inside of that location. Like if you're going to travel somewhere like Spain, like you're saying, and you see on the map, oh, I can. That's like a day trip. <clears throat> but if you go from being a four hour trip to Oh, I'm sorry, like six hours trip to a 10 hour trip that can drain you. So like even when you get there, you know, you're, how and spend the time and do what you're going to do. Are you going to have the energy to drive all the way back and go through that again? Probably not. You know, no um, wonder Europe runs on coffee. Yeah, I would imagine so to having to deal with that. So that's why you say double espresso. <laughs> so obviously Madrid, it was um that aspect of getting to Madrid was disappointing, but you were 
you enjoyed it while you were there? The Madrid was Oh, great. no, I loved it while I was there. And even, like, my trip getting there was fine. It was the realization of what had happened if I had driven right. that I was like, oh, <laughs> no. I'm so glad we did not do that. <laughs> you know? So um, for our listening audience and for me, would you say that Burgos is like the clear – was it, it's all based off expectations, right? So, like, what I'm hearing is, like, you didn't expect as much out of Burgos and it surpassed your expectations. And then Correct. the travel time provided to you to go to to Madrid, Spain from Chipiona uh, was way more, um, even though you guys managed it and it was fine, but it was way more, and you could see how that would bring down somebody's experience. Is that fair? Well, we we did take the train, so I avoided all of that, but it was just kind of seeing the traffic that made all of us go, Oh, uh, heck no. But I mean, between being able to go like Burgos was the unexpected, just really cool spot to go to regardless of time of year. Cause it was freezing. I was there in February and it was actually freezing, like snowing. Oh, wow. It was still so beautiful to go see. But, I mean, we got to see so many things this year uh, that it's hard to just say more than, like, just Spain or just Portugal or just the U.K. or something, you know? It's it's very difficult because we got to examine so many things. I'm going to have to list off a bunch of just different cities and um, maybe go into them differently. But I will say some of the, like, the biggest highlights were, like, Burgos was my most unexpected thing. I like that. That's what I'll say. Caminito del Rey was my favorite hike, which I don't think qualifies as a hike, but it's a because you're not physically moving up and like climbing up and down a lot. Although you are in a cavern, which is incredibly cool. And it is the it's just beautiful. So that was that was my favorite hike. Rhonda, I guess, would actually probably be the real hike hike that I did because you have to actually walk all the way down and back up. Um, there's just so many things that I would have to say, like one of the best or, you know, like most memorable things. I'll have to give a list later. No, no. And that's fair. You know, um, y- you had an amazing year. So that's fair to say. You had an amazing yeah. year, and that's the beauty of. And living. I get to look back on that too, you know. Yeah, looking see, like, where not you everything live. was so stressful. Sometimes there were cool things. <laughs> yeah, like living where you live, you have an option of where you can uh, take advantage of, you know, the proximity and how close things are. You know, um, in my own way, I have that same beauty <clears throat> of living close. I mean, Mexico's right there. Um, so where did you right go there. this year? I went in my mind, like all over the world, but like, you know, in reality, not a damn place, but that's what we're going to talk about. You later. You went a couple so, of little places though, didn't you? You went here and there. I don't think I did. Um, I have to go back and look, but I'm pretty sure I did not. I feel like you left for the weekend every once in a while to go somewhere, um, but not as, no, I'm not saying like leaving Texas. I'm oh. just trying to get you to think outside the box. Okay. Well, no, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I went some places, but for the the most part, yeah, I didn't go anywhere like over overtly exciting, and I didn't even go into because they have some cool places in in Texas where I live that I haven't get a chance to you know go someplace that have like uh, you know natural springs and things like that. Um, nice. You should natural- definitely do that now. It's cold. Right. Yeah, so not gonna happen. But um, you know, this uh wasn't my my best year as far as travel. I'll say it's probably my least memorable, but at the same time it was my most memorable because I had so many places that you know that I see I do want to go to and it makes me excited for travel from that standpoint. And also vicariously living through you of where you went. You went to so many places and had a great time. And uh I did learn through research of places I attempted to go to, um, you know, obviously Guatemala, which we talk about all the time, you know, and, uh, you know, how great place that is. And uh, I had no idea. Uh, and, you know, there's a lot of things that are not good about Houston. I'll, I'll be the first to admit that, you know, the crime, the traffic, the humidity, 
But um, being the hub of where United is, oh, man, it's so great. So um, being in a city that has a, a hub in a big, big-time airport and a big-time airline is huge because they have a lot of the direct flights. Um, you're going to have more choices than you know, the average individual that doesn't have that. So I'm happy about that. And uh, I got direct flights to um, Jamaica, Guatemala, you know, Belize, uh, Honduras. So I'm looking forward to taking advantage of the, uh, Peru. So I'm looking forward to taking advantage of that uh, in 2024. And uh, I'll give, I'll talk about specifically where later. But all right. So what else did you want to say about 2023 before we close it out and get into the next thing on? Oh, I'm done with 2023. Okay, she's so done. I am. She's done. All right. So where would you like to go in 2024? Because um, you've been to so many places already. And is it so like- currently mm-hmm. Paris is on the docket. Uh, Paris is on the docket. Well, to be fair, that's actually 2023. That's uh, That's for in two weeks from now. And then... Then I really don't know. Then I think we're doing Germany because that's been brought up several times. But um, it's it's a lot of Spain because there's so many more people coming to visit again next year that we really have to just like explore. I think we're going to just take over Spain, Portugal, maybe parts of Italy and France and the U.K., because oh, wow. it's so convenient. It's so easy. Like the tickets are so cheap that it almost doesn't make sense. Like you can find apartments to rent for 80 euro a night for five or six people, right? A full apartment for with three double beds. And then you can have plane tickets for 40 or 50 euro a person. It's just absolutely crazy. So you just have to be willing to want to look and see things and like take it on. No, I, you know, I love that, you know, and I think that's one of the, the beautiful things that I'm admiring and appreciating and so happy you're doing while you're there. You know, you're really seizing the moment while you and Aaron are stationed there, you know, just going to these places and you're right. Cause they are so close and they have reasonable rates, you know, visit Italy, go to Portugal, um, obviously go, deeper into Spain. And like we mentioned earlier in the show, and you mentioned in previous shows, um, because of the proximity of where Spain is and Chipiona specifically, you're right there by you know, Africa. You're right there by Morocco. Yeah. So yeah. And Morocco is a, an amazing place that to me, yeah. I still I have a great time I there. Still identifies my dream, like, you know, a place that seems like too surreal to go to, even though I've been to some pretty amazing places, you know, God willing, but it just seems like such a, um, uh, a big time aspiration for me to to go out there, but you know, hopefully, I get a chance to go out there. So, uh, for me, um, yeah, obviously, Guatemala still want to make that happen. I uh, want to go more than ever, uh, Lake Alitan, uh, visit that, go through all the little Mayan villages, just enjoy the whole time there. I want to go, um, uh, up the volcano and, uh, just kind of experience uh, Antigua and just uh, go crazy. Go to Tikal up to the national park and visit. I'll, the tell, I'll tell you what, after this European uh, living for a couple of years, I will be staying in the warmer areas travel region. So like after Europe, if you want to stick to going to just South America and we can travel around there for a while, I'll be I'll be fine with that. I'm done with being cold. <laughs> She's tapping out on the cold. No, I'm with you. I know, I'm, and I'm it's only a year and a half. I'm, I'm done. Pretty, I'm pretty anti-cold too. Um, but yeah, because I'm thinking about it, there's really nowhere that I'm going to that's cold. One, even though I'm not necessarily, I'm a beach bum. Um, so, you know, there's going to be a beach there at some point. I don't have to have one. Like when Guatemala, I talk about it, but the beach is, like last on my list and I, I'll be near water, like as far as Lake Alatan and they have uh, the hot springs. So I'll, I'll be doing that. Obviously I am thinking, uh, I'm going to leave your ass in a kayak. <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm going to leave your ass in a paddleboard. 
No, that? you won't because I'll just leave. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's what I get for trying to be rude. So, um, but yeah, so obviously Guatemala. Love that place. And, um, you know, I want to go to, I've been seeing this more and more. You know how they have ads where if you say it too much and uh, the evil matrix picks up on it and the ads are start being bestowed to you. Um, mm-hmm. I've been talking about Peru. And I'm seeing a lot of Peru um, on my, my social media and things like that. And uh, hell, even on YouTube, which is fucking crazy. So, but I want to go. And I, ironically, I have a, a, a friend. Yeah, a good friend. And uh, he recently went there and he had an amazing time. He's really into mountain bikes. So, you know, he got to go through there. And, uh, you know, I, he t- I actually told him, um, shout out to him. His name is uh, Marco. And he was saying, because I was saying, if I, you could only pick one place because he had been to both. Um, if you had one to go to either Guatemala or Peru, which one would you go to? And, and he said, that's, that's tough. Yeah. And he said um, they both offered amazing things, but he said, uh, am, I, "Am I a big fan of seafood?" I said, "Yeah, yeah, I love seafood. I was born in Louisiana, so um, yeah, I love seafood." Well, I wasn't born. My family's from Louisiana, so anyway, um, he said, "Yeah, you want to go to without question? You want to go to uh, Peru. Peru? Yeah, hands down." He said Peru's the, the way to go, and I, I can't Well, it makes more sense because more of the culture is based around um, seafood and fishing. Right. So, um, Miraflores, you know, that's the part that he recommended to stay in, you know, over there by Lima, Lima, Peru. Yeah. So, uh, that's where I, I plan on going. So, um, for those that are listening, I know you guys are excited at home. So, we're going to... My my goal is to go to uh, Guatemala first, Peru, and then I want to go to um, Cebu, Philippines, and I want to take a cruise. If I do that, my life is so much better. I mean, it don't matter anything about you know a travel boo or nothing like that. If I can do that, you still need to go back to that conversation. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, we'll come we back have to, to revisit this. Travel we'll come back to travel boot business. talk. Um, yeah, and for those that are wondering, we had a previous episode where we talked about the idea of um, not a dating app because it's not for romantic. I mean, it could turn in that. Basically, for those travel enthusiasts, and obviously, if you're listening to this, you are. When you go somewhere and you're so excited, you want to. <laughs> I'm sound like a pervert, but I'm so. No, you want to share the experience. Yeah, I want to share the experience. Else. Like. Yeah, like so. Maybe you have a very specific idea of what sharing that experience means, you know? Right, yeah. Sometimes people want to do it with a like a group of men, might want to go on a a guy's trip, like a bro trip or whatever, right? Right, right. Or women might want to go on like a, I hate the term girls trip because I just hate the the term. But so, are you going to go on a ladies trip? You know, or do you want to go with somebody where this is where our conversation came into point? Do you want to go with somebody with maybe it's not a significant other, right? right. You're not going to get personal with this person like that. I mean, you could, you could. Okay, the options there, but that's not the the no, anticipation. Yeah. The yeah, idea yeah. is that you would just have somebody to go do things with that are more traditionally paired to your gender idea. So like if you wanted to go dancing with somebody and you wanted to have a dance partner, you wanted to have a dinner partner, you wanted to have a show partner, you know, and you wanted to have somebody who was kind of matched up with similar things that you like to do, but wasn't necessarily your boyfriend, your girlfriend, and or but like could be something a little bit more maybe we don't know but maybe could be totally innocent maybe totally innocent maybe it's just you want to go dancing i'm a female i want to go dancing with a male i want to go i would like to go dancing tonight and like somebody could just match me up with a partner on the same trip that i'm on yeah exactly i know i love that and that's the whole thing where the travel boo idea came with or came from and also travel team, like if you want to go in a small group, a subatonic group of friends, 
uh, that want to just kind of hang out and enjoy the travel experience, like go to a, a winery maybe in Italy or go to um, like the tranquil um, teal pools over there in uh, uh, Sumex Champe in Guatemala, you know? And, oh, Sumex. Yeah, Sumex Champe. So, yeah, someone wants to go out there and if they want to hang out in Tikal, like if any woman wants to meet me to call, okay, this homegirl has to pay her own way per Liz. But like if any woman wants to meet <laughs> yes, me. Yes, they do. Yeah, like I'm down. I don't care, you know. No, but if, if you would like a male partner, I will match you up with Sean a hundred percent and I will vouch for him. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. So yeah, like uh I so will be your vouch I will be your vouch partner. Thank you very much. And that's another thing. Yeah, that, that could be a big part of travel boo. You can go ahead and get other a, people that your friends have to vouch for you. Yeah. Like, hey, you know, this guy's not completely a pervert. You know what I'm saying? Like, you'll be no, safe. With this him. dude is chill. He just wants to have a friend to right. go to dinner with and go on this adventure with. Right. And he doesn't want to do it with his homeboys. He wants to have yeah. a female to have a, the nice dinner and dance experience right. with. Yeah. It's I want to okay. go. Yeah. I want to go to the. The sunrise over the Takao yeah. but I want to have exactly. a lady with me, right? Uh, yeah, and yeah. maybe she wants to have that experience too, or <laughs> right. maybe two guys or two girls do, or whatever. Yeah, whatever you're into. The point yeah. is that you could just like match up to like have a a partner travel friend that partner travel is friend, yeah. looking for the same. Like, I want somebody who wants to go dancing with me. Right. I want somebody who wants to go see that sunrise with me. I want to, I, I want somebody to go to that very nice, like dress up dinner with me. It's okay. Right. Yeah, exactly. No, I love that. So that's exactly what we're referring to. And that's what the travel boo idea is coming from. Actually, all jokes aside, I put together um, a proposal of like, you know, trying to do that and trying to figure out how the algorithm would go. But conceptually, you know, Taking the app away is just the idea of, and I know the people out there that want to travel, that are passionate about travel, would like to meet up with somebody else. It doesn't have to be romantic at all. And no, sometimes you need just you need a travel BFF. Really, is what you need. That's what I want. Like I want that travel boo sounds better than travel, travel boo, right? Yeah, I want that more than anything. So, like, if I could get that, if I go to those places and I get myself a travel boo. Man, my life is going to a great, great place. And speaking of a great place, we're going to have to go ahead and end this show out because we're running a little bit uh, past. I know. We're going to have to run into a part two maybe next week. Yep. 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 So uh, we want to just thank you guys so much for joining in. Um, It's been great having you. I want to go. But it's time to go and head on out. So, Liz, any final last words? No, you got me. I'm pretty wiped out this week, really. Okay, well, it's been great having you guys check us out. Listen, it's been a holiday special, and uh, thank you, Liz, for joining us, and thank you guys for taking the time out of your day to listen, download, and support the show, Finding Ourselves. You can follow us on Facebook on our page. I'll be putting more information and updates on there as far as you know, places, ideas, and thoughts. Really want to hear your ideas for future shows and ideas, places if you have questions and ideas of um you know what you should do as far as the trip travel we can definitely help with that you know and we'll also put some links in the show description as far as places and that we recommend and uh, also some links that can help you as far as uh, booking some of that travel as well with discounts and great rates to help you as far as if you're wanting just a hotel hotel package or even cruise line so we're here to help support you find yourself a new opportunity maybe find that travel boo so Thank you guys again. We love you and we're out. Don't you know what you're doing?